What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Money Noticias podcast. It's your fave Latina siblings, Israel and Sinemtovad, coming at you with the real deal on how to get your money right and secure the bag as Latinas and teachers of color. As an award-winning educator and personal finance expert, we are on a mission to bring anti-racist, culturally responsive financial literacy to Latinas and teachers of color. So if you're ready to get your money right, we're so glad you're here. Money Noticias is sponsored by the Dream Teacher Project. The Dream Teacher Project is on a mission to empower teachers and women of color to get their money right and build generational wealth. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Money Noticias podcast. We are your hosts, Israel and Sunam Tobat. And y'all, we are so excited for today's episode because it's the first time we are reading a letter from one of y'all. Like, we cannot be more excited to read a community letter and provide some guidance to our communities because we know it's really going to help. But before we get started, we wanted to just spill some tea first. So, what's going on with you, Boo? Okay, so yesterday, me and Israel went on a walk. And when we were walking, Israel talked about how he was able to achieve most of his goals that we made. And... For reference, we talked about some of our goals um, in the beginning of 2023. So I think that was episode number two. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. And so he was telling me about his goals and everything he accomplished. And I was like, I don't even remember what my goals were. So <laughs> today I went back and like started listening to the podcast again, um, that podcast episode. And then I started reflecting on my goals. And I was like, so some of the goals that I wanted was like, to to take my parents on a vacation which I did um it was to not max out my 401k which is I'm not doing but one thing that I'm not doing either was like maxing out my Roth IRA which I said I wanted to max it out but actually I'm not going to max it out uh because I decided that I wanted to spend more money and something else, I said that I wanted to run half a marathon. I was like, what What Sunem was that? Like, I don't feel like I can run half a marathon. My goal now is to run a 10K. So, yeah, it was really interesting to go back and listen to what my goals were in the beginning of the year. Well, you know, like my therapist has told me, like how you have told me, it's okay to change your mind, right? It's okay for you to... To you have goals and you change your goals as you change, but I can tell you this much about my goals. I have completed all of my goals already, girl. So go ahead and catch up. Okay, for me, it's definitely giving capitalism. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's giving a capitalistic mindset of achieving all my goals as soon as possible. Okay, I'm just kidding. So my goals were to get a full-time job which i did get a full-time job uh to start investing again which i did i was able to uh max out my ira because in the job that i have i don't have access to a 401k unfortunately so i've been investing through an ira and then also a brokerage account and another one of my goals was to live by myself and get a get an apartment which i did and i love y'all I love living by myself. Like, I love it. At first, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be spending so much money on this rent, like, that I can be using to invest or 
save or you know do something else but it's been so worth it i love living by myself um and the other goal that i had was to start going to therapy which i did start going to therapy and i really enjoy going to therapy so so then you know so then got laid off from being my therapist (laughs) my unpaid therapist (laughs) you know a lot of layoffs were happening and they're continuing to happen so i'm sorry so you're one of the layoffs i'm just kidding <laughs> oh my god, that's oh, no. all. That's not sensitive. That's not sensitive at all. I'm sorry. Um, and then also was to go get me a little personal trainer, which I did, and I loved having a little personal trainer. In fact, tomorrow is my last session with them, my personal trainer, and I really enjoyed having a personal trainer. I've learned a lot, feel more confident in my exercises, and in the future, I am thinking about getting another personal trainer. So. Uh, I've de- it's definitely giving capitalism on my end because I've been achieving my goals <laughs> and not changing my mind. But um, that doesn't mean that you can't. It's okay for you not to achieve all your goals. It's okay for you to change your mind. It's everything's okay, right? Um, we're not we're not racing here. You know, don't let don't let capitalism make us feel like we are part of the rat race. Well, we are part of the rat race, but you know, we're not. We're rejecting the internalized ideas of that lifestyle you know what i'm saying does that make sense Carol? that makes sense yeah so it makes sense that even if you started the year with wanting to accomplish everything and then you're like actually i don't have the energy to accomplish everything i want it it's okay to change your mind and so that's what i did like i'm like i do not have the energy to run half a marathon i have the energy to run a 10k now But it's also like the reason why I decided to change my goal was because I started getting into strength training. And so that was something I didn't do before. I would just run. And now I'm like, I want to get into strength training because I know that strength, uh, like doing strength training is going to help me keep my, my bones strong so that when I get to old age, I'm not going to be walking around and breaking my bones. So I've been like trying to get into the habit of doing three strength training uh, sessions every week. And so I think that has kept me from running. And so now I'm like, I don't think a half a marathon is realistic right now. Maybe in the future, that's still one of my bucket list goals for the future. I love that. And, you know, let's just embrace change, embrace um, changing our minds. And because all of that is healthy. All right, so let's dive into our first letter. But first, we want to give a quick little disclaimer that this is not financial advice, y'all. We are not financial advisors. This is solely for educational purposes only. So take this this guidance or our thoughts as you see fit, right? All right, so let's go ahead and do it. So we are going to read our first letter. Woohoo! And this comes from Laura from Southern Cali, and her pronouns are she, her. Hey, Israel and Sunem. First off, I just want to say thank you so much for your podcast. Honestly, I've learned so much about money from listening to your episodes. You both just make the content so easy to understand and are also so funny. OMG. You both be making me crack up, LOL. Anyway, in addition to expressing my appreciation, I'm submitting this letter because I would like some financial guidance. I live in expensive Los Angeles. I was born and raised here, and most of my family lives here. Even though it's really expensive and I have some critiques of the city, I actually really love living here. I don't think I would move anywhere else. So that means that even if 
it's even more urgent for me to get my money in order since I want to I want to stay here. Okay, so a little bit more about myself. I am 29-year-old Latina social worker who is super busy. I end up working like 50 to 60 hours a week and I'm exhausted at the end of my work days. Since I'm super busy, I don't have time to cook, so I end up eating out most of the time. And to be fair, I also don't enjoy cooking and I really do enjoy eating out. Also, I tend to buy Starbucks almost every day because I love me some coffee, but I also need it so I can function and get through my long days. The situation here is that I love to travel and want to travel more this year, but I just don't have enough money for it. Ugh. After listening to one of your episodes, I decided to track my expenses for four weeks to see where all my money was going. And Lord and behold, I learned that it was going to mostly rent, car, gas, dining out, and coffee. I moved out of my parents' house literally six months ago and now share a two-bedroom apartment with a friend. I enjoy living on my own, but honestly, I feel like living with my family was better for my finances because I paid less in rent and my mom prepared my meals. But I definitely paid with my mental health. I feel much happier now and my mental health, ha- mental health has for sure improved since moving out of my parents half a year ago. So guys, I don't know what to do because I feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I'm always financially stressed and I can't travel. I would appreciate any guidance. Thank you for all you do for our community. Uh, thank you so much, Lauda from Southern Cali, for writing to us and trusting us with your financial situation. I know that it takes a lot of courage for you to write this. Um, so the first thing that I want to say and that I'm always going to say is that this is, a, this is a judgment-free zone. We're not here to judge. We're here to help. We're here to educate. And so we're not going to judge you at all. Okay. In fact, we see you as courageous because you had the courage to share your financial situation with us, your financial challenges with us and with our listeners. And that takes a lot of courage because money is a very vulnerable topic. The other piece that I want to highlight here is that it's your money. Okay. And you get to spend it how you want point blank period. The goal, however, from our perspective, is we want everyone to become intentional with your spending and money, okay? So you spend it how you want with intentionality, right? And doing so takes time, takes trial and error. It changes as you change. So make sure to be gentle with yourself in the process, right? And also be proud of yourself for taking these steps and asking yourself these hard questions. Right? It takes courage, like I said, to write and send this letter, and it takes courage to even ask yourself these questions. Most people don't even ask themselves these questions because they don't want to feel, they don't want to sit with that discomfort and that sense of guilt, embarrassment, et cetera, that they may be feeling, right? And so I totally feel you on coming home exhausted from work. Like, I've definitely been there as a teacher, and girl, it was not cute, okay? I also feel you on not enjoying to cook. Okay, so Nem and I both feel you on that. Okay, we were just talking about this yesterday, in fact. And I also enjoy eating out because your boy is the same way, right? Your boy loves eating out. Um, but I try to limit it because of financial and health reasons, right? But I do push myself to cook, make my lunch from Monday to Friday, like I was mentioning, because I am constantly reminding myself of my financial why. Why I want to save money on this part of my expenses, and that's because I want to retire early, right? And so the first thing that I would recommend you doing is to clarify your financial why or your, fin- or your multiple financial whys, right? From the letter, it seems like your financial whys may be to take trips. You want to travel more, right? 
You want to stop living paycheck to paycheck and feel less financially stressed. If these are your financial whys, after you clarify them, right, great. Now you have more clarity on what you're aiming for so you can tap into that motivation, that clarity when you need that extra push to cook and eat out less. No, I also wanted to add more into your asking for financial, their financial why to gain more clarity, but not only to like ask what their financial why is, but to also ask themselves like what are their short term and long term goals? Because like the letter said, like she wants to travel more, but does that mean that she wants to travel more now or is that something they might want to do in the future too? And so that's why I wanted to add my five cents and ask, um, wait, is it five cents or is it two cents? I think it's two cents or whatever, <laughs> Anyways, <girl>. my two <laughs> cents and ask. <laughs> and to ask, like, what are your short-term and long-term goals too? Because that's also going to allow you to determine what you're willing to cut and what you're not willing to cut out of your budget. Yes, I think those... Okay, now that I said that, you can keep on going. No, no, no. I think that though, asking yourself that question, Laura, is really, really important. And for other folks who also resonate with this letter, asking yourself those questions of like, what are my short-term and long-term financial goals is super duper important. Um, and the other question that, Laura, that we recommend you asking yourself is that like, maybe you can reduce the number of times you go to Starbucks and prepare some coffee at home, Right. Maybe you're not preparing coffee at home because you don't have the right equipment. Like if maybe if you invested in some coffee machinery, you'd be more likely to prepare coffee at home. Right. I don't know. Right. These are just questions that, you know, maybe you haven't asked yourself or maybe you have asked yourself. Right. But we want you to ask yourself as many questions so you can take the best financial decisions for yourself. Right. Because maybe after you do have some coffee machinery, you can have Starbucks a couple of times a week instead of every day. And then, prepare like yummy coffee at home and then you can funnel that extra money that you were spending on your on Starbucks every day for a trip sinking fund right and again like these are just questions wonderings like you get to decide which ones you like to entertain and how to answer them right if you're like actually Shreya like I do not even want to entertain like me not going drinking my Starbucks every day like that's out of the question that's fine Laura like you don't have to stop drinking Starbucks right Maybe you look at your budget and you want to reduce your spending somewhere else. Or maybe you like, I know you already work a lot, right? But maybe you're like, actually, it's worth enough for me to even get a little flat, like a little, little part-time hustle so I can afford my coffee. We don't know. We don't know what you prefer, right? But as long as you're asking yourself these questions and being intentional about those things. Another thing that I want to highlight is that you need to continue to include things in your expenses that bring you joy, because if not, you will not be able to stick to your budget and achieve your financial goals, right? Including those things that bring you joy is what's going to help you um, achieve your financial goals and make this financial journey sustainable in the long term. In terms of your housing situation, you also have to decide if having more peace of mind and improved mental health is worth you spending more money on living on your own. Or maybe you you may decide that it's, it is, but you still want to save money. So perhaps you leave LA, right? I know that you mentioned that you love living in LA, which is real because I also love me some LA, okay? But is it worth it if it'll mean that you'll continue to live paycheck to paycheck or that you'll have to live with your parents again? We don't know. Again, these are all just questions we want you to really ask yourself, right? 
at the end of the day, you can spend your money how you please. And if you decide that traveling is not worth as much as dining out, so then so be it. Because the important piece is that you're being intentional about this decision. We are rooting for you. You got this, Ma. I would love to hear what's in them. Also, your additional thoughts in them. Yeah, so I agree with mostly everything you're saying. Well, actually, all you're saying. But I do want to add more things that um, they should consider. Like, for example, you should rank your top financial goals. So, like, is you living by yourself, like, with a roommate? Because you did say that you share a roommate. Is that does that make you happier than traveling? And so if the answer is yes, then you should prioritize that instead of wanting to travel, which I'm not saying not to travel, but there are other ways that you can travel. Like I know California is a big state, so maybe you can travel more locally for the time being because that might satisfy your traveling bug um, and they might be cheaper than like traveling to different locations. If this podcast resonates with you and you've been wanting to feel more confident with your money, then I invite you to apply to our 90 days get your money right private coaching. Private coaching is for you if you've been wanting to improve your money mindset, organize your finances with ease, begin investing, and start building the life of your dreams. For more information on our private coaching, check out the episode show notes. If you are enjoying our podcast, please, please leave us a review. It really helps our podcast get found by other amazing listeners like you. Plus, we love reading all your reviews. They really warm our hearts. Thank you. The other thing I want to point out is that when it comes to like cutting on your expenses, it's really important that you focus on like the three expenses. I know that you said that you really enjoy drinking your Starbucks. I also enjoy drinking my coffee, you know? Um, And so like the most important thing to look when you're like thinking of cutting your expenses is to look at the three biggest expenses that most people have, which is housing, transportation, and food. For example, for housing, Uh, Like I said, it's very important to be intentional about your money choices. So is living in this apartment bringing joy really, really worth it for you? If the answer is yes, then I'll be like, okay, don't cut a cost here. Uh, The other one is like food. And so food would be like groceries, like eating out. And you said that you come home really tired and you don't want to cook, which is real. I definitely understand that. I do not like cooking either. But you said that when you live with your mom, she would prepare meals for you. Is that something that she can still do and you can pay her to cook for you? Because if you can pay her to cook for you and you actually enjoy her food, then that might lower your cost of eating out significantly because you're not going to be eating out as much. Maybe instead you can be eating out like on the weekends only. And so that that would reduce your expenses. Or if that's not an option, maybe you can try like a meal prep service that isn't as expensive as eating out. I know this is something that I have like tried to do on my myself too because I do not enjoy cooking. So I've tried to look like for meal prep services that it's not that as expensive as compared to if I would decide to like order Uber Eats or decided to go eat out in a restaurant. But it's still yummy and it's still something that I would eat. And so the other big expense would be transportation and so my question to you would be like do you own a car and is this car completely yours or do you have a loan on it and so 
another question would be like, if you do have a loan on it, is this like, is your payment a lot that you might not be able to afford to actually have this car? You might instead like sell that car and buy yourself like a, a used car that it's not that nice, but it takes you places. Of course, you might love your car and that's something that you would not be willing to do, but that's something I just wanted to bring up too. And then the next thing I also wanted to bring up was like, maybe you can increase your income. Like maybe you can have a side hustle, like you said, but you did say that you come home really tired. So it seems like you might not have a lot of energy to to have a side hustle. So the other thing that I can think of when it comes to increasing your income is to ask for a raise at work. And if they're not willing to give that, then maybe think about switching to a different job that gives you more money. Because I know that when you jump to a different position, like to a different job, that's when you get more money than asking your, your current employer. Unfortunately, that's how it works. Your current employer normally doesn't value you as much as a new employer does because that's when you can like ask for more money. Um, and so those are some of my other suggestions that you might do if you do realize that traveling is important to you, but you also realize that you want to keep all your expenses the same, but you still want to travel, then a way to do that is just to increase your income. Yes, I I just uh, do you want to add any? No, that that's it. I just want to have a little quick little hot take because you know I always have my hot takes. Um, it's just like why do employers why are they ghetto like that? Like why don't they pay you more but then they let you go and then they hire someone else for a higher pay? Like that makes no sense. Does that make sense to you, Boo? No, it makes no sense. And even when they do the math, like it costs more exactly. to hire someone else and to retain someone. But exactly. I have no idea. I think it's like a power dynamic where employers yes, want to have ego. the upper hand. It's so ego. Like, no, it's okay. When yes. Yeah. Yes, it's definitely giving ego because two plus two is not five. I can tell y'all that much. Okay, two plus two is not five. So it's definitely <laughs> giving ego. Like, that's just so ridiculous. Oh, it's just, and it's not like, oh, it's not like, oh, it's just specific to this to this industry. Like that's, it permeates, that dynamic permeates all industries, like public service, education, tech, everything. It's just ridiculous. But anyway, Laura, that's, you know, that's my little quick hot take there. But advocate for yourself because we all deserve to get paid more, especially as a Latina, you deserve to get paid way more and have access to greater capital so you can enjoy a better life that you deserve. So please, please, please advocate for yourself. And so as you can tell, Laura, and also as folks can tell, like there is no right answer, right? It's really heavily dependent on your situation. It's heavily dependent on what you want, right? And it can change. You can decide a different to take a different approach whenever you want, right? But these are just suggestions. These are just questions for you to grapple with. And hopefully, as you're grappling with these questions and considering these suggestions, you're able to gain more clarity. You're able to then take action to pursue the financial um, actions that best are in alignment with your higher self, okay? Because you deserve a better life. Thank you so much, Lara, for writing to us. We are rooting for you, Ma. You got this. If you want to submit a letter listeners and also receive some guidance or some support or you know empathy from us 
please, please do so. We love hearing from y'all. You can submit a letter on our, the link to submit a letter is on our show notes. Um, and then we will be reviewing your letter and hopefully be reading it on the podcast and giving you some love and support and guidance. Well, that is all for today, folks. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. And remember to live, teach, and secure the bag. If you took anything from this episode, please take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Dream Teacher Project. 